Welcome to The Shift with Anna and Skip. Edutainment for the body, mind, and soul. Let's roll. Well, 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 well. Welcome to another episode of The Shift. I am Skip Jennings. And I'm Anna Caban. Hello, my sister from another mister. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic, thank you. It's another beautiful sunny day here in Southern California. I think it's 73 degrees and we're just so blessed. Are we blessed? We're so lucky. So amazing. What's going on with you this week? What's been happening? Um, just a lot of changes in my life and seem to be really busy with Burke, work, not Burke, work, um, <laughs> whatever that was. Burke. I don't know. <laughs> and um, work and also just uh, preparing for a teacher training I'll be doing for Peak Pilates. So that, there's always some prep work when that happens. And where's the teacher's training this year? It's actually going to be right in Glendale. So it's oh, going to be right. I can actually sleep in my bed and then do their trainings, which is fantastic to go home at night because as you guys know that we we are presenters and sometimes we get on planes mm-hmm. to go around the world literally to do a one day training get back on a plane mm-hmm. to come home so how nice is it is to get up out of your bed and roll to a training it's amazing when they eat breakfast at home and everything it's so cool so yeah i'm looking forward to that how about Yay. you what's, what's new well this week i am getting ready for a birthday <gasps> That's right. I think it's a big one. It is a big one. I'm 21 years old. Uh I'm going to be legal again. Um, (laughs) No, I'm actually hitting to my 49th birthday. And I've kind of been into the whole place of accepting my age, embracing myself. And this week has been really about um, just really self-care and taking care of myself and loving myself and knowing that today is um, just another amazing day in my life. So I'm just kind of – Make it a nice, easy week for me. A nice, easy week. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) So um, we also know that um, uh, this time in our life is so important and and so important what we do and eating right and taking care of and exercising. This is all part of what we do. And um, today we have a great, 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 great um, guest online with us, and it is Chef Philip. And Chef Philip is a chef out in Vegas. And um, he has been on Chopped, if you guys know about the the Food Network, and they have a show called Chop Chop, and he won an episode, and I think he's going to be on Chop Champions, hopefully. I think that's, <laughs> that's it. But tongue tongue that's Chop Champions. Chop Champions. <laughs> so today we're talking about mindful eating, and i like to welcome in Chef Philip. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> very good, very good. And um, not only do you cook and you're a chef, but you also um, get into bodybuilding and taking care of yourself. And uh, we're just really super excited. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of got into cooking. Well, I, according to my mom, I've always been. I was born with a spatula in my hand. <laughs> Wow. And whenever I was when I was younger, I uh, whenever my sister and I would not get all our chores done uh, during the summertime, I would try to soften the blow by making four course four course meals for my family, and um, and I just kind of attached to the hip with my mom. She was uh, she's a fantastic cook herself, and my grandparents uh, all cook, and they're all great. And so I just kind of I always wanted to do it. I. I was one of those kids that, you know, on a Saturday morning, I would watch PBS. I'd watch Justin Wilson and Martin mm-hmm. Yan and all, all the, the great classic uh, chefs that, um, you know, I just aspired to be eventually. And uh, as I grew up, everything I ever did just kind of revolved around food. I, I took foods for fitness when I was in high school. I took nutritional mm-hmm. science. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything just kind of revolved around food. And 
I was in high school and I was going to a career tech center. I got a couple of certificates in culinary arts and there's an organization called VICA, Vocational Industrial Clubs of America. And I competed in the regional level and won and then went to the state level and won again and got scholarship to Johnson and Wales University in Providence, wow. Rhode Island. Wow. Where I furthered my education in culinary arts and baking and pastry arts, have a uh, associate's degree in baking and pastry arts. Hmm. And um just kind of, you know, I've always lived, sleep, and breathe food. Uh-huh. That's pretty amazing. And, and, and you know, I, I love the thing about you talk about your mom because I, too, am a mama's boy, and my mother said, I'm going to teach you one thing in your life, how to cook for yourself. And so I, I really, really connect with that. Moms and sons in the kitchen, is, it's so amazing. What was your favorite thing to cook with your mom in the kitchen? Her spaghetti sauce. I, that was the mm. very first thing I ever wanted to learn how to cook um, was her spaghetti sauce. And from there, it kind of went to cookies, I, you know, <laughs> one, one extreme to the next, you know. But I think the very first thing I ever learned how to cook, quite honestly, was breakfast. I made breakfast in bed for my parents, burnt Aww. eggs to a crisp, and burnt myself in the process. Um, oh, no. Kind of funny. It's kind of funny how you touch the grill now and you just go, ow. But when you're a kid and that happens, you scream for life. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You know, I mean, Skip, I love hearing that your mom wanted to teach you to cook. And in my house, my mother was like, kind of don't bother me when I'm in the kitchen. Go do your things. I've got it all under control. Mm. So sadly, I don't cook at all. Um, and my brother's a great cook because he, he worked in restaurants. He ended up going that route, you know, as he was growing up. But I, yeah, cooking for me is a chore. It's not a pleasure. And I right. wish I, I wish I had that joy that people have cooking. But eating is, yes, a love and passion of mine. Ain't <laughs> I love spaghetti sauce as yeah. well. I love the good good spaghetti sauce. Question, Chef, Chef, do you ever use alternative pastas? I mean, that that's what I'm starting to get into now. Have you ever used alternative pastas, like not using the wheat pasta, but maybe using a corn pasta or a veggie pasta? I do that a lot, actually. I have quite a few clients that are diabetic or have celiacs where they can't have gluten. And wow. so I'm, I'm using I'm using all kinds of spelt uh, pastas. Mm. I've used uh, brown rice pasta, corn pastas, uh, veggie pastas. You name it. I I don't limit anything ever. And even mm. if somebody came upon me and said, you know, I, I have this disease or that disease, and and I've never heard of it, I do enough research on it to find out exactly what exactly can I prepare for them that will satisfy what they're looking for and be extremely good for them at the same process. Mm-hmm. No, I've had a lot of different ones. I love spelt, actually, because I find that it does get quite soft. Right. Because I'm not all about al dente, even though I know that's how you should have your pasta. Um, and, brown rice, and brown rice pasta. And, and my family doesn't notice when I use brown rice pasta because I don't tell them anything different, and they eat it up just the same. So, yeah. That's, so you that's are the key chef. right there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Chef. What did you say? I'm sorry. I, I said that's the key right there. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, yeah. You know, I always kind of tell people, um, when I, especially when I'm teaching classes, that the most of the recipes that I use have been transformed from original unhealthy version to a healthier version without removing any flavor. The key is to not tell the person that might have a, um, a prejudiced palate, uh, I'll call it, and okay. just let them eat it. And then afterwards, then tell them. Like, in fact, yesterday I had um, one of my clients brought in. I was cooking for his office. He brought in some gigantic uh, zucchinis. He's like, Phil, can you do something with this? And I said, you know what? I know exactly what I'm going to do. And I made um, I made a zucchini crisp. 
and mm. it looks and smells and tastes like an apple crisp. And I didn't tell anybody anything until afterwards. And as soon as I did, they all looked at me like, no way, <laughs> you know. And so, um, and uh, so, so cool. it's, uh, you know, I like to play those little trick games on them. So not, not only you're a personal chef and, and you're a personal trainer as well, so do you, you do that combination with your clients. You're going to tell them about how to keep their bodies strong and healthy and also what to put into their body. Because I tell my clients all the time, listen, you could be doing the workout, but if you're not eating properly, you're not going to get to your goals. What do you think about that, Chef? I couldn't agree with you more. I was just literally having a conversation just like that yesterday with somebody, and we're trying to get a corporate uh, company here in town. They have a great wellness program, and I was telling them, I'm like, you know, it's great that you go to the gym. When I went through my transformation, I lost 50 pounds simply by eating right first, and wow. then I took it to the next level. Now, that didn't mean that I didn't do any exercise. It just meant that I didn't take it to the um, dedication that I do now. And well, you know, you know, it's it's great. I I I I praise to everybody that if you go into the gym, that's awesome. But if you really want to get uh, the most out of it, then you got to figure out what you're putting into your mouth first. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, it's so true. And you know, what I love that you made that choice to start by eating better foods and lose all that weight. But isn't it true that you lost almost double that weight after when you made the shift to add the exercise? you know, up, do up the exercise even more? I mean... I did, and that was kind of what was sort of funny about it because I, my friends, had, you know, they're like, Philip, because I was, it was shortly after a divorce, I moved to Vegas, and, uh, and that, it was heavy, and I was unhappy. I was an assistant pastry chef at uh, Wind Casino, and, you know, and I loved my job, but I was just kind of unhealthy. I just would come home, was depressed, and would have pizzas and burgers and beers and then go to bed, you know, just unhealthy and my friends always wanted me to get fit or, you know, not even fit. They just wanted me to exercise, go for a walk. And uh, one morning I woke up and I said, you know what? I don't like what I see in the mirror. I feel disgusting. I don't look that great. Um, it's time to change. And from that point, I never looked back. I completely restructured my diet. Now, like you said, and, and like I've already said, I lost the 50 pounds by changing that diet. Um, and then a friend of mine saw the transformation happening, and he's like, "Man, you gotta, you gotta start dating. You gotta go out. You gotta go to the gym with me." And I'm like, "I'm not doing any of that yet. I'm not oh. ready." Um, because I had the, I, I think like most people feel, and I know I was one of them because I used to make fun of people like me, uh, my <laughs> me now, and um, <laughs> and that is to say that um, overweight people feel that they don't belong in the gym, right. and oh. so I kind of, I kind of wanted to have that look, I guess before I even went in there, and right. my friend's like, we're going to go out, and I'm like, no, I don't want to go. Well, one day he came to the door, and he's like, we're going out, and I'm like, all right, fine. So we went out. Well, what I didn't know is that he had gym bags full of change of clothes for me and everything, and we went, we went, we went to the local gym that just opened up down the road, and I, oh the minute goodness. I got there, I'm not even telling you. I mean, the minute I got there, I got this rush of, like, energy, and I'm like, okay, this is just killer I can't believe I haven't done this before, and I got into it. And then um, some of the trainers knew how dedicated I was, and they came up to me, and he's like, I want to give you a meal plan. And I said, okay, tell me about it. And because I was eating right, I was eating the right things and so on, but now it's all about meal timing and all these things that I actually knew from when I was in high school but never did anything about it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I mentioned, I, I, I took foods for fitness. So it told you all about that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so he gave me the meal plans, and I would take them back, and I'm sure you've seen what a bodybuilder's um, or a fitness enthusiast meal plan looks like. Oh, yeah. To the blind eye, it looks pretty boring. And yeah, right. I would I would then make them fabulous. And oh, wow. He, and I was taking it to the 10th degree, and he's, you know, I'm coming back to him. I'm going, well, if you put this on my diet, then, well, wouldn't a sweet potato be better than this one? And yada, yada, yada. And he's like, okay, Phil, I'm gonna, my head's going to explode. He's like, no one's ever done that, you know, taking it to another, you know, like really, really been dedicated about it. So, so you're keeping that, it and making it taste good. Yeah. Exactly. And so once that happened, the, the, everything just melted right off of me. And, oh you know, that's the, and that was the key right there. You know, the first thing that I did is I got in my head that I wanted it to happen. Right. That's huge. Getting your head straight that. first. Mm-hmm. Then I changed the way I ate and, you know, not you know, only giving myself a cheat here and there or whatever. And then right. once he gave me that meal plan, I went down to 127 pounds. And I walked on the beach for the first time without my, without a shirt on. Wow. And when I came back from vacation, he's like, well, what do you want to do? He's like, you're kind of at a point now where you got to gain some muscle, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to do my first bodybuilding show. There's one in my hometown. I would love to kind of give the nod to all those haters when I was a fat kid and say, <laughs> look at me now. There you go. And, and I, went, I went to my first show in Corona, California, uh, with the International Natural Bodybuilding Association. Yep. And stepped on stage uh, and won third place my first contest. And wow. then two weeks later, thank you. And then two weeks later, flew back to Traverse City, Michigan, where I'm from, and stepped on uh, stage on my 30th birthday with a 5% body fat and more hair on my head than I had when I was a kid. Wow, wow! Hey, hey team of, and, and listeners, if you're if you're just tuning in, you're now talking with. Uh, with um, Chef Philip Dale and out of Vegas, and he has just gone through a full shift, a shift of the mind, body, and spirit, and the initiation of, of this shift, I love it, uh, was that eating right, mm-hmm. but then your friend uh, did something called the rope-a-dope on you, got you <laughs> into the gym, <laughs> and said, hey, yo, here we go, here we go. That, that, that's an amazing story. Amazing story, and now you're passing on what you've learned and what you've gotten through this. You're now passing it on globally. Mm-hmm. You've taken this message of health and fitness and eating right globally. I, that's just pretty amazing. No, definitely. I just love. Can you just go back to when you said you kind of woke up one day and you knew that you had to do more? What do you think it was? What you know? What did that feel like when you just woke up and had that kind of like, okay, today's the day? Well, you know, I was. Um kind of a, a different situation, you know, I was, um, to be, you know, completely honest, I, I was, I took a shower, and I opened up the curtain, and there's the mirror, you know, they always mm-hmm. put the mirrors in the great, the, the best spot, don't you think, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and, and here I am, I have two, three fat rolls going over my waist, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this has got to stop, you know, mm-hmm. and the feeling at first, everybody was, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make short goals, I'm going to do every 10, you know, at, at 10 pounds, I'm just going to lose 10 pounds. I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then I lost. I'm like, oh, you know, it feels great. I'm going to keep going. So I lost another mm-hmm. 10. And then from there I went and I lost another 10. I said, you know what? I'm going to hit 50 pounds and I'm going to buy myself a suit. And wow. I wow. got to 50 pounds. And, and what really what happened was there's a couple pivotal moments for me that really sunk in. The first one was I used to walk past a security guard every day 
And one day I was just chatting with her, and she said, you know, I never knew you had blue eyes. And I said, well, I walk past you every day. I talk to you. She goes, yeah, but your eyes were open now. Wow. And oh. and, and that immediately sunk into me going, mm-hmm. that makes total sense. Because what happens to people when they don't eat healthy? They feel okay right. in the morning, and things start to decline as the day goes. Mm-hmm. Right. And the more I started eating healthy and, and uh, having more vegetables and fruits and drinking a lot more water and I cut out all my sodas and all these things that were clogging my system and my energy, I literally had more energy in the afternoon than I did in the morning even. I mean, it was, you know, and that was like a really pivotal moment for me. And then the other one was when uh, all my friends that knew me as a fat kid really started to notice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would walk into the pastry shop and one you know, the secretary was like, what's up, skinny? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. People are starting and, to notice that that is so yeah. awesome. Hey Chef, if yeah. you could tell our listeners one your your biggest secret to lose belly fat because we know if you're carrying especially the guys, if we're carrying it in our belly then something is wrong. We have a higher um probability of heart disease, diabetes, mm-hmm. of a stroke. So Chef, tell us your number one secret about losing belly fat. Well, definitely for me, it's eating for your lifestyle. If you're if you're the type of person that goes, <laughs> if you're the type of person that sits at a desk all day long, mm-hmm. and you continue, okay. And so let me take you through a typical day. So in the morning, you might have a, a latte and a muffin. That's normal for people. <laughs> exactly. And then and then they don't have anything in in the middle of the in the morning because you know they start to get the munchies, but then they kind of push themselves and they wait and they starve themselves some more until lunch. Right. Then at lunchtime they have this you know twelve inch sub, uh, super sized big gulp, and um, maybe even a couple bags chips. of chips. Or just one <laughs> and the cookies. You don't and buy one chip no, for the but, cookie. but not just one cookie because when you buy three, it's a deal. So right. So three cookies. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I don't know about you, but I can't personally put one cookie in my mouth and not one second one. So and can't. Not one three, right? So can't. Oh, my so, God. So, um, and then the third meal, of course, everyone thinks that, okay, well, it's dinner, so dinner's the biggest meal of the day, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what right. they think. And so right. they have a gigantic meal full of carbs and everything else. Okay, now, I'm not against carbs, but mm-hmm. I'm against right. carbs if your job is to sit down and your metabolism's slow anyway when you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. And and you're not doing anything, and then, you know, later at night you're eating some more, which happens to be a bag of chips, popcorn, or nuts, mm-hmm. and right. so on and so forth. So definitely just eat for your lifestyle. If right. you're, you know, um, I like my job as a chef, I was, um, I'm constantly moving. So doing some carbohydrates in the morning was okay for me, but making sure it wasn't, that it was quality carbohydrates and not a muffin. Right. right, right, right. So what is your secret for, besides that, if someone who is working out hard, hard, and they still can't chop the belly fat, what do you think that their their issue might be, what they're putting into to their mouth? What do you think? Well, I would have to say that it's, uh, for me anyway, I'm a big um, person that says a lot about eating uh, multiple meals through the day. Mm, uh, eating, huge. You know, absolutely. I for those that aren't accustomed to it, you know, my whole mantra is to help people eat better one bite at a time. And so um, if they're used to eating three squares a day, I want to up that to four. And then in a month when they're used to that, I'll up it to five and then to six 
And then we're usually okay at six, but if they work out, then there's something else supplemented in there too, like the protein shake or, you know, we get into that too. So I would say I'm, I'm a I, I big belief in keeping your metabolism cranking. So every time you eat something, it should contain protein. And um, and for me, the protein comes from an animal source, and I know not everybody has that. You know, the vegetarians and stuff, there's great things for that too, quinoa, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely consuming enough protein to keep your body revving. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's so true. I was just talking to one of my clients who's trying to lose all this weight, and he's lost quite a bit because he's exercising a lot more and, and eating, you know, made some choices like you did initially that clearly will make a difference. But he's still the guy that says, I really only have one meal a day. I'm so busy. And I'm like, oh, but don't you understand? You're making your life so much harder yeah. for yourself by not just packing smaller snacks to have throughout the day. Or in this case, I've invited him to use a service that will give him the nice little thermos bag, you know, the bag, the cool bag with the food for the doses throughout the whole day. Um, because really, that once a day thing, it's like, don't be fooled. Your body thinks you're starving. And so it it's won't get enough. Fat. And it holds like, on to that fat. So before we start talking about your services, I know you have a business out in, in Vegas and you help people to eat right. I want to know about the chop because I saw you on the chop TV show. I saw you on the Food Network, and I'm like, I saw, I've seen this guy. I have a picture of you. I'm going, I, I saw that episode. What was that like being on the Food Network and being mm-hmm. on the chop? What was that experience like for you? Well, definitely surreal. The first thing I was, I was cooking for a client, <laughs> if I might tell you how it all happened, I, I was cooking for some clients. And um, like clockwork, people seem to think it's okay to call a chef at noon um, when they're in the middle of cooking. But um, I got a phone call. I didn't recognize the number, so I let it go to voicemail. And after, as soon as I was able, I, I'm uh, very type A. I have to find out who called me. So I um, listened to the message, and it was a food network. And the first thing I did was like, no way, someone's playing a joke on me. Because my entire, I've always wanted to, I mean, who, I don't know any, really, I don't know any chef that didn't ever want to be, you know, TV star. I don't, you know, I just, right. I always wanted to be one, <laughs> you know. And um, and so to hear them call me uh, was just surreal. And mm. I called them back, and we went through, and we started going through the process. I asked her, I, I asked the producer, I said, well, how did you even get a hold of me? Mm-hmm. And I never got the answer. I never I never got the answer and you know what I don't care because God <laughs> brought them into my life for a reason mm-hmm. and I know that there was a reason for that. I mean we can get into that if you want but um so we went through the whole process I went through all the filmings and the different application processes on camera off camera etc and then um 3 days going into the actual taping of the show um I started getting a sore in my neck and my shoulders and like you know, worse than normal. Mm-hmm. And so, I did you know I did my stretches and I did everything to try to work it out and it wouldn't nothing would happen. And I got on the plane anyway. And my wife and I went to New York. By the time I got to New York, I could hardly move my right arm. Mm-hmm. And and I had no feeling in my in my right hand. And I'm like, oh, this goodness. is not good. So <laughs> we ended up going to we went to a walk-in clinic and. Um, the guy gave me muscle relaxers and different things. He, he said, you have a pinched nerve. That's why you're not feeling your fingers. And um, when you get back to Vegas, you, you're going to want to go check, you know, just make sure everything's okay. But ice, sure. ice, ice, you know, et cetera. Well, 
at four o'clock in the morning, the day of the taping, I was in so much pain. I was I'm I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out of the hotel because I was literally kind of screaming. Oh and, my goodness. And and I was crying and I have a very high tolerance for pain and I was even crying. I mean, I was pounding on the floor. My wife's like, honey, do you want to go to the ER? And I'm like, no, uh, the devil's trying to stop me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and so I went to the show, and once I got there, I mean, the whole time I'm in, I'm still in pain. So I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to do this. This is my shot. I'm not going to back out now. And um, so we went through the whole show, and um, – you know, I just had a great time the whole time I was there. I was like, I don't care if I get job in the first round because, man, this is just cool to even be here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I wanted to go to the end, you know. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. But um, And then I was kind of on a high, you know, all day long. And I actually had, at the beginning of the show, I bust through that paper and I'm wearing my um, um, fit outfit. And they had me wearing that underneath my jacket. And mm-hmm. I think that actually helped me because it squeezed my that muscle area um, mm-hmm. around my neck and my shoulder to kind of mm-hmm. help me keep it in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still in excruciating pain. And right. um, there was one moment in the appetizer round, I went to go grab a pan, and I went to go lift it up with my right hand, and it gave out on me. And oh my I dropped it, but and it fell off the stove. But I... Um, through a freak of nature, grabbed it with my left hand out of nowhere before it hit the ground. So I, I saved everything. Nothing nothing was sacrificed there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, so the mind was working on your behalf through mm-hmm. this, man. Definitely. More than you even know, brother. I, you know, it, it just, yeah. And then um, every single time during this whole day, I'm surprised the chef didn't think I was a freak because, you know, <laughs> I, I there, there were many times where we, we had to do certain things, and right beforehand I would turn around and I always had my hands crossed. If you watch the show, which airs again tonight, um, mm, okay. if, if you watch the show, my hands are always crossed. Like I'm, I'm okay. they're, const- they're constantly praying. <laughs> and I literally said a prayer every single time I went to go do something. And um, there was, like, I had those... We call them holy goosebumps, you know. The, the, mm-hmm. Yep. Got the dose of the ghost the whole time I was there. But right after I got all done, and oh, I went wow. through the whole 17 hours later. So I was there 17 hours. I hadn't, I wasn't able to talk to my wife. And, of course, she's freaking out. I got my end up getting my phone back, and I had messages beyond belief going, honey, you're scaring me. I don't know where you're at. You were in New York, you know. <laughs> and um, so... As soon as I got done and we were able to relax, the pain was so intense. But it wasn't, it, it, I mean, it was worse than it was at 4 o'clock that morning. Oh, my God. So did you, you tell me. Chef, did you ever find out what it, what, what was it? What was it? Yes. I have a compressed disc in my neck. Oh. And, gotcha. and according, to, according to the doctor, um, which it did pinch in the I had someone adjust me, and he pinched a nerve. Oh. And and that made it worse, obviously. Oh. Made everything inflamed. But then the, the compressed disc, I'm like, well, is it because I'm powerlifting and stuff? He's like, no. And goes, in fact, the doctor was like, no. In fact, that's why you're able to do what you're able to do, because you continue to work out. Wow. He goes, wow. this size changed your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he goes, this injury actually happened to you when you were a kid. Oh, Wow. 
Well, Chef, uh, it he sounds goes like the, through this this experience, you've had a major shift in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you shift through the mind, body, and, and spirit. And, and before we close out here, we got to end this by saying and asking you, what was the divine aha moment you had from that experience? In terms of what exactly? And so, so what, what did you learn from it? What was your big aha moment from everything you went through, through this chopping, through the chop, <laughs> chop episode. TV mm-hmm. episode? Well, you know, kind of like the same thing with my transformation. If you put your mind to something, you can always conquer the things that are trying to stop you. There is always something trying to stop you. Always. Mm -hmm. And it's a matter of whether or not you want to let it get to you and steal your thunder or create your own lightning and flash it for everybody. Because it's so amazing. I, I I had to make it through. I want to show people that I was fat at one time and changed it. because Not because I was told to, because I knew I needed to. And mm-hmm. I made no excuses. I make no excuses today. Anytime I have a busy schedule, I set myself up for success at all times. Mm-hmm. And I have to put my faith in God because I can tell you right now, if he wasn't with me that day, I don't know who was. Right. That's pretty amazing. Chef Phillip, that, that, what a great great transformation and a great story and 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 we always end our show here by just asking um because the show is called the shift so we get to ask you and then i'm going to ask anna and then mm-hmm. anna will ask me mm-hmm. in your own words if you think about the word shift what can you say shift means to you the shift the shift is shifting your mind from being an unhealthy person to a healthier one Wow. Inspiration tweet, tweet of the day. That's the tweet of the day right there. Wow. 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 Anna, what does the shift mean to you this week? To me, the shift means allowing for and embracing love mm. from wherever. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what the shift is right now. That's that's really amazing. Pretty amazing. <laughs> and skip. Um, the shift for me this week is about really um, being the very best I can be, no matter what age I am approaching or the birthday or whatever it is. It is just absolutely doing the very best and also understanding that we have such an opportunity, the three of us, mm-hmm. Chef Philip, Anna Caban, myself here, to give back to the planet. We've had our own transformation, so now for me, the major shift is what am I giving back to the planet mm-hmm. and what am I allowing to come through me? And, and I love, I love that you, you aren't, you know, you're not afraid to use that, that word that scares people, mm-hmm. the God word, mm-hmm. because this is about <laughs> shifting the mind, body and spirit uh, and chef and, 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 and knowing that there's a higher power or whatever you call it, it's, it's all good, but there's something else that's greater than this physical plane that we live on that allows us to have our own shift, our own transformation. That supports us, you know. That supports us. It's not this scary ogre. It's something that supports us. something that supports us. Mm -hmm. So, well, Chef Chef Philip, thank you so much for for being with us here at The Shift. Um, I am inspired, really, really Mm -hmm. inspired by you and and, and grateful. And I'm going to rewatch that episode tonight. In fact, I'm going to go to my DVR when we make sure it's all set up. up, And I want to see it again. And, um, Chef, where can our um, listeners and our viewers – 
um, well, on YouTube, and soon there will be viewers. <laughs> Where can they find you if they're in Vegas, or do you have a website? Do you have a contact information that you can give out to our listeners? Absolutely. It's SinCityChefs.com, and I also have a Facebook page that is very interactive. It's uh, Facebook.com forward slash, forward slash Chef Philip Dell, D-E-L-L. And uh, it's very interactive. I do a lot of uh, Q&A on there. I do recipes uh, as well as some uh, foodie trivia. Uh, there's a lot of learning experiences on there. So feel free to come in, say hi, uh, let me know when you're in town. You can set something up for a class or a team building and uh, definitely look me up. We would love to do that. We come to Vegas quite a bit for a convention, so we'll definitely look you up while we're there. And also, um, just reminding our listeners, Anna, where can they find us? You can find me at anacaban.com. That's A-N-A-C-A-B-A-N.com. Um, and from there, you can go out to the rest of the social media network. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and, of course, skipjennings.com uh, as well. But we want to remind you, please stop by our theshift-radio.com where you can connect, leave questions, and connect with um, with Chef Philip Dale and everyone else. Um, and, and come on through and leave us questions and just – Hang out. So we're really, really grateful to have this platform. And again, once again, Chef Dale, thank you, or Chef Philip Dale, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire our listeners. And remember, everyone, the power to change your life is always within you. You are the answer. Thanks, and have a great week. Peace. Thanks, Chef. Thank you, thank Chef. You. Bye. Thank you.